Hey, good morning, evening, afternoon, night, whatever it might be when you're listening to this, to my voice. This is the Freight Broker TV Podcast. My name is Mike. I'm your host. How you doing? Hey, big day. We are just literally days away from Christmas. Talked about this on the uh, video the other day. You got your Christmas shopping done? Now, I see you shaking your head no. I don't think anybody gets it done. This year's been weird. It's been weird for me simply because uh, Thanksgiving. I think Thanksgiving falling like on the last day of November. I know it wasn't the last day, but it was pretty close. It was uh, when Thanksgiving. It was the 28th. There's only 30 days in November. I mean, we had Thanksgiving and bam, it was December. And it's just got me all messed up. I will probably... Start getting in the Christmas spirit December 26th, just because I'm all messed up. Now, that don't make any sense. But anyway, it was just weird this year. Did you uh, feel the same way? I know a lot of people are getting, even the lady across the street from my house lived in this house, I don't know, 16, 17 years, and she's been across the street for that long. I think we've spoke once, the neighbor everybody wants. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway, that's neither here nor there. But to her credit, every year, man, I mean, she's a single lady. She gets out there and really goes to town decorating her home. I mean, lights, trees, you know, just the whole nine yards. This year, not so much. Definitely, uh, decorations brought it down a little bit. I mean, her decorations wasn't, you know... Uh, the kind of decorations that you could see from space, but, uh, well, definitely lit up my house. You know, I thought, well, I'll just put some aluminum foil on my house and her reflection, everybody think my house is decorated. <laughs> no, not really, not that bad. But even she hasn't decorated. And when she doesn't decorate like that, something's just not right. Anyway, welcome to the FBTV podcast. Like I said, my name is Michael. I'm your host. I host the podcast. Uh, we try to do one of these once a week. I am the host of our YouTube channel. We put YouTube videos up as well as a podcast. I am also the host of what is now known as the FBTV radio show. Have you checked out our radio show? We've put that up on uh, YouTube. You know, our last show, we, we've been doing some test shows, and we got another one coming up too, but this time we may try this test show live. And I wish I could give you an exact date and time that we will be doing this live, but I don't even know yet. So... It's, well, you can sign up to the newsletter, I guess, on our website, FBTV, uh, FreightBrokerTV.com. Sign up for our newsletter. And if uh, we remember, we'll send out the uh, newsletter telling you when the uh, radio show will be live. It's going to be a test show, but the thing is about the live show, uh, you're able to participate. Right now, you're able to participate through a uh, well, chat, chat window on the website. Go to our website at FreightBrokerTV.com. Up at the top of the menu bar, 
it says radio, click radio. That'll take you to the radio page. And there it is. The chat area that you can use to communicate with us uh, when we're doing a live broadcast. Now, on every page of our website, there is a, up in the top uh, right corner, straight across from the FBTB on air now or live now, straight across on the right, FBT live, FBTV radio live player. I do not know why I can't say that. FBTV. I always leave out the V or something. It just drops on me. But anyway, check it out. Check it out. What's the difference between the radio show and the podcast? Well, the podcast, we are kind of focused on one main topic. And we may hit on a couple other items, but uh, we're, we're focused on one main topic. The radio show, well, it is what it is. We talk about everything. We will talk about how blue the sky is, how green the grass is, how blue the ocean is. We will talk about trucking. We will talk about freight brokering. We will uh, have some fun. Matter of fact, uh, we've already come up with a new, a new segment for the radio show. What's it called? Trucker's Talk? Trucker's Talk? No, Trucker Stories. Trucker Stories. It's so new, I don't even know the uh, right name for it yet. But it's Trucker Stories. Now, if you're a driver or in the trucking industry, you know what a trucker story is. It's one of those stories that uh, generally, well, it has the equivalent of somebody saying, Hey, trust me. Trust me. You're not going to believe this. You know, one of those kind of stories. So that's going to be a segment. You're going to be invited to uh, send in your own trucker stories. Trucker stories, for the most part, are probably true. But they've been embellished somewhat. So by the time it comes out of somebody's mouth, it's going to be a lot more entertaining, probably, probably more so than the actual event. And you'll probably get a chuckle. And you might you might even step back and say something like, "Man, <laughs> I can relate to that. That 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 happened to me." <laughs> but anyway, trucker stories. That's going to be a segment coming up in our uh, next uh, live broadcast. Again, I wish I could tell you uh, when that would be, but it'll be in the next couple of days. Now, when we get to the uh, where we're actually doing the live broadcast, yeah, you'll you'll know about that. We'll keep it at the same time every week. So everybody's on the same page and everybody knows what's going on. Now, we had been talking about doing a daily show. And the more we've looked at that, the more we looked at that, it right now it just seems like it might be you know, a good idea, but the uh, logistics of it, just not possible. I'm... Uh, Totally involved with Freight Broker TV, obviously. But I am also, my uh, full-time job is the lead consultant for Tautoa Transportation and Logistics Training and Consulting Firm. And it's just really hard to try to get a set schedule in a good day part that, uh, you know, for the live broadcast. Now, the, the uh, you know, the, the podcast, the uh, YouTube videos, that's one thing. We can kind of work around, you know, I, I can work around that. You know, that, that's, I, I can do those any, you know, anytime, any day of the week. 
you know, for the most part, we can get them recorded and put them up the live radio show. Yeah, we've got to have a specific day and time to really make that work. And so that's kind of what we're working on now, trying to get that time down, trying to get a, you know, a couple hours, two, three hours. It may start out being an hour in the beginning. I, I don't know, but when we get there, we'll get there and everybody will know about it. All right, enough about that. Hey, what we're going to be talking about today, the main topic when we get to it on this podcast of FBTV. Getting a job as a freight broker agent. Freight broker agent is where you are going to contract to an existing freight broker to work under their license. You're going to be an independent contractor. You will be your own business, but you got to get that contract. That's going to be the main focus today, what we're talking about in this podcast. But before we get there, we got some things, other things to talk about, like uh, coffee mugs. If you haven't ordered your FBTV coffee mug, do so. It's on our website. Go to uh, FreightBrokerTV.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the page, and you're going to see the coffee mugs. you got two versions. you got a black and white, black one and a white one. Choose your favorite 11-ounce mug, and it appears to be dishwasher safe. Now, you know, that sounds silly. You know, you would think everything's dishwasher safe, but I've worked at a radio station in the past, and they had these, they were pretty good-looking mugs. I mean, nothing to them, but you put them in the dishwasher, and it was like the letters just washed, you know, the, 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 the imprint on the mug just washed away and but on these mugs we've got it looks like they are uh, baked in the way they should be so anyway they're holding up real good but if you want to check it out see what they look like go to the website freightbrokertv.com 11 ounce mug your choice you know choose the one you want and it will come straight to your address takes a couple of weeks but you'll get there and uh enjoy enjoy yeah, you might be able to get it before New Year. So if you want to put your eggnog in it, New Year's Eve, yeah, order one for you and the one you love. <laughs> well, a lot of truck drivers already know this. Deadliest job in the U.S. for a for any job is what they're saying. This is by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Well, it's confirming what a lot of people in the trucking industry probably already know. Trucking is the most dangerous job in America. Okay, I know it's U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, but you know, you know what just went through my mind when I said that most dangerous job in America. It's probably the most dangerous job in India too. Have you seen those guys on some of those TV shows at times? They're driving those trucks, and they they're they're going up the mountain. It's just what you know. Half the tire is hanging over the 2,000 foot drop. I mean, holy smoke, man. Holy. I was going to say holy cow, but I thought, eh, talking about India may not be the right thing to do. No, no disrespect intended. But uh, it just popped in my mind that, oh, I, you know, when I watch those shows like that, when those drivers are taking those trucks, you know, even if they're a straight truck, I don't care. Those roads are so narrow, they're dirt. I mean, inches to spare, inch, okay, over here, you're on the mountain, and just a couple of inches over here, air. Nothing but air. You know, one mistake, 
anyway, let's get back to what we were talking about. Truck, uh, being a driver, being a truck driver in the United States is the most dangerous job you can have. This is according to a December 17th report from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Now, they're examining data from 2018, and they confirmed that uh, a truck driver topped their list of the five deadliest jobs. So, deadliest catch, get out of the way. Driver slash sales workers and truck drivers. So, I guess, you know, if you're a driver, route salesman, whatever, truck driver, number one. Number two, what do you think number two job's going to be? Huh? Pilot? No. What else? Cab driver, Uber driver. Uh, we're hearing about them a lot in the mail or in the news. The mail. Huh? Now, construction laborers, people that work on a construction site, uh, laborers. Then farmers, ranchers, and other agriculture managers. Grounds maintenance workers. Okay, that's kind of. I guess it can be. I'm, I'm thinking golf course and stuff like that, but I, I guess, you know, you're cutting down a tree. That's a maintenance worker on the ground or so. Uh, anyway, that that's uh, number four. Miscellaneous agricultural workers. Number five. Let's see. Going down three here, looking at this. Uh, the report confirmed that truck drivers was the deadliest of the independent worker jobs, many contractor short-term jobs, occupations with the most fatal work injuries to independent drivers or to uh, independent workers in 2018 were heavy and tractor-trailer drivers, 96, followed by first-line supervisors of construction, first-line supervisors, supervisors, yeah, maybe, maybe their help didn't agree and Got the staple? I don't know. That's anyway. This this is the article. You know, I'm not going to dispute it. That's what the uh, U.S. Bureau of Labor Stats is saying. But the main thing is, drivers top the list. Truck drivers top the list. And that's I don't know. It seems like a cop or something like that. I, I don't know, or somebody in the military. You know, something like that. Hey, this is what they say, so who knows? Right, wrong, indifferent. We all know that the United States government never gives us bad information. <laughs> hey, you got questions, anything we're talking about, anything uh, you want to leave comments, you're free to do that as well. But if you get our website, FreightBrokerTV.com, uh, under any post... And even on our contact page, uh, there are forms there that make it easy for you to ask questions, if you wish. you got a question, you know, feel free to ask. As well, a uh, matter of fact, this week's video, YouTube video, was Q&A video. We, we do a Q&A every month. If you send us a question more times than not, you're going to get a reply within a couple of days, if not sooner. But we will use your question on our Q&As as well. Because if you've got the question, other people probably have the same question. We'll be talking about it during a Q&A uh, video, but uh, yeah, you can go to our website, uh, freightbrokertv.com, or you can email us direct at fbtv at freightbrokertv.com and uh, ask your question. We'll reply. That simple. This is the Freight Broker TV podcast, FBTV podcast. We uh, do this, like I said, once a week. Try to anyway. 
Uh, you, you're going to find it. If you found us on YouTube or if you found the podcast on our website, uh, we're also on your favorite podcast app like uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn. Uh, hopefully, by the time you hear this, iHeart. Rumor has it we're going to be on iHeart uh, radio app in the uh, next few days. That, that's what we're hoping that's what we are hearing so we'll find we'll find out we'll find that at, that out as we uh move forward yeah we were talking about the difference between the radio show and the podcast uh yeah, the the radio show too is going to be longer and obviously there's going to be advertisements advertisements i don't know where that came from that is what they say i've always called it advertisements but yeah we're we're using it to try to uh, make make some money and pay for all this uh you know to do do stuff like this it costs money i know you're listening you don't care about that you know last thing i think about whenever i'm listening to a podcast or watching a show or listening to the radio is you know last thing i'm thinking about is hmm i wonder what the costs are i wonder what the costs are that uh, might be involved in doing something like that maybe they could maybe i should buy something help them pave that overhead. Yeah, I never think about that. I know you don't either. But the coffee mugs, the advertising we're going to make available, uh, things like that. You know, we got a sponsor, obviously. Taltoa is helping to sponsor the radio part of the, uh, uh, the, the FBTV radio. But, yeah, you know, the more the merrier. The more we can get, the more money we can bring in. You know, obviously, labor of love, yes, but, uh, you know, the stuff has to be paid for as well. You know, having a podcast server isn't free. Having a radio server isn't free. The equipment's not free. But anyway, you get the idea. So that's that's another one of the differences. Okay, I get asked this uh, quite a bit. How do I get a, a job as a freight broker agent? Well, let's talk about that for a moment. You've, you know, first of all, if you're brand new in the industry... Yeah, just flat out, it's going to be tough. Always recommend go to uh, truckstop.com. Click on the resources button, tab, whatever, menu bar, resources. Go to the resources page, and there is a classifieds option. Click on the classifieds. And that will open up their uh, classifieds page, and you will find help wanted brokerage slash sales agents or something like that. It'll be pretty identifiable. Open it up. Scroll down through there. They got, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 different companies looking for broker agents on their daily. Gives you a list. Start there. That is the easiest place to start. But read the ads. Read those help wanted ads for a freight broker agent. And you're going to see just about every single one of them will say experience required, book of business required, or something similar. In other words, they want you to have experience. They want you to have customers. They don't want you to be brand new and come to work for them. And the reason they don't well, you're not going to be able to make money for a while. It may take several months before you're able to start making them money. And during that several-month period, while you're trying to get your feet on the ground, 
you're going to be bombarding them with questions. And they just don't want to take the time to deal with it. Takes too much time. They got a business to take care of. They they they're not going to be able to babysit you. Now that's not to say you can't get a job as a freight broker agent with a brokerage company if you have no experience. I just mean it's going to be pretty tough. You're really going to have to do a good sales job to be able to get in the door. Okay. Now, getting a job as a freight broker agent. You, you you need to know your stuff. You know, if you just call up, if you don't have any experience, you just woke up one day, hey, you know, I've been, my you know, my, my husband, he's a truck driver, or hey, I've got my CDL, I've been on the road for a few months, you know, I think I can do a pretty good job. You know, you're going to have a lot of, it's, you know, this is where the training comes into play and, and yeah i know uh, i'm with Tautoa, and, and yeah we'd love to have you come look at you know what we have because it's not just going to it's just not going to you know wake up one day and boom i got it you know back when i was uh just starting out i had in, uh, industry experience on the trucking side of the operation you know i had been a, a company driver had been an owner operator had uh, you know uh manage my uh, small fleet of trucks. I, I knew that side of the business, the trucking side. Broker side had no idea. Matter of fact, that's that's what I did to uh, get out of the truck is, you know, so I didn't have to drive anymore. I, I had to replace that income. And the only way I could do that is if I bought a small fleet of trucks. And I don't recommend anyone doing that. That is probably... The worst idea I've had <laughs> when it came to transportation, but at the same time the best. Yeah, the trucks, they paid for my my learning or the time it took me to figure out how to be profitable as a freight broker. And I eventually did. And I will say this, uh, within 12 months of starting my broker operation, I got rid of all my trucks. Didn't need them anymore. Uh, now you may be saying, well, why would you do that, Mike? Well, simply because it was taking too much time from the brokerage. And the brokerage is where I was making my money. Now, when I say making my money, I'm talking about the money I put in the bank. My money. The truck, yeah, I, the gross monies from my trucking operation were huge, huge. You know, six digits we're talking about here. You know, probably pushing seven digits. I mean, it wasn't a big fleet, you know, three trucks, what I had. But the nets, the money I had left over from my trucking operation after the <laughs> after I paid drivers, after I paid repairs and maintenance costs, after I made truck payments, after I paid insurance, after I paid road and fuel taxes, and the list just goes on and on and on. You know, probably making about the same amount of money a manager at a fast food chain would be making. However, on the broker side. Man, I was uh, I was cleaning up. I was doing really good. So I got rid of my truck so I could put more time and effort into it. And I, I haven't looked back. Uh, it, I don't recommend that going that route because uh, trucking's changed a lot. You've got a lot of headaches. As a matter of fact, that's what I was talking about a moment ago when I said trucker stories. Uh 
we're going to be, you know, <laughs> that's where a lot of those trucking stories come from. And, well, from owning trucks, now, you know, there's trucker stories I've got from being a company driver, from uh, uh, being a trainer, you know, teaching people how to drive trucks, being an owner-operator, the whole nine yards. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But uh, that's how I got started as a broker. And I'm glad I did. You know, it's just been constant progression. You know, everything's just been pretty organic to what I'm doing now. And everything, you know, just came together. You know, in the you know, I've t- talked about this in uh, other places about how I got started. You know, originally I had been in radio broadcasting. Uh, you know, it just all came together to what where we where I am today. But let's get back to the topic: getting started as a freight broker agent. You need training, and it doesn't matter. You know, I, we'd rather you get it from Tautoa, obviously, but no matter where you get it, learn it. Okay, get the training and find a company you can work for that will contract you. Part of being a freight broker is you've got to be a salesperson. A freight broker, and I don't care what anybody tells you, a freight broker is a salesperson, bottom line. You're selling to uh, companies that have freight to ship, manufacturers. You're selling them on the idea of using your broker services. You're selling to trucking companies. You're selling them loads. You're selling them on the idea of them moving the load for you. That's how a broker makes money. So if you you can't sell somebody, I'm giving you the opportunity to work as a freight broker agent. It's going to be hard to sell to a customer or a trucking company as well. So get in there, learn it, sell, sell, sell. Now, with Tautoa, I'm going to throw this in here because I'd love for you to, you know, give us the opportunity to um, be your stepping stone to get into the uh, industry. But at Tautoa, well, Tautoa, first of all, it's not a freight broker training school per se. It is a consulting firm. Okay, as a consulting firm, Tautoa is more concerned about your success than seeing how many people they can get to sign up for this class. You know, hey, come on in, you know, four or five days, you know, whatever. Hey, sign up. Take the class. At the end of the class, they pat you on the back and go, hey, good luck. No, we don't do that. Tatoa doesn't do that. Tatoa, uh, the training offered is part of a consulting package. So what's happening is, uh, yeah, you're, you're signing up for a consulting package. That includes in-depth training. Once you complete the in-depth essential training, you have the opportunity. It's by choice. Nobody's forcing you to do it, but it's there. You can enter the mentorship program. The mentorship program is basically guaranteed placement so you can start working as a freight broker agent after you've completed the essential training. You're going to be contracted through Taltoa to work under one of their clients' broker operations. Okay, To be able to work as a broker agent you're going to have to be working under somebody's freight broker license. And that's what Tautoa does. It makes that available to you. Now, the brokers that participate in the mentorship program understand they are clients of Tautoa. They are actual freight brokerage companies that use Tautoa as their consultant. 
and they have chosen to participate. Now, they just don't get to participate because they want to. They have to meet TATOA's qualifications, and the qualifications to participate in the mentorship program for a freight brokerage is, one, they've been in business at least a year, and two, they have a good credit rating. You know, trucking companies, that's that's part of the battle, getting a truck to move the load. Uh, generally speaking, if the broker has not been in business for a year, it's going to be hard to get a truck. You're going to have to do some dancing around to get trucks to move your loads. And it's going to take you probably close to a year to get a credit rating. Okay, by having a good credit rating, you've been in business for a year, uh, just part of the battle. You know, trucking companies are going to want to deal with you. Now, the mentorship program. You can stay in the mentorship program as long as you wish. However, it's not meant to be a career. It's meant to provide you the opportunity to get the experience, begin building the business, getting your book of business, and that's something else people ask. You know, well, what about, you know, if I start out as an agent, you know, when I leave to go someplace else, you know, I'm going to have to start all over again. No. As a freight broker agent, the customers you obtain while you're a freight broker agent, those should always be your customers. Matter of fact, that's something you're going to do. Uh, it doesn't matter if you go through the mentorship program or if you get a freight broker agent direct with the freight broker. You're going to sign a contract. That contract, that's the independent contractor agreement. In your freight broker agent agreement between you and the freight brokerage, If there is any wording whatsoever in that contract that states that you will not be allowed to work your own customers when you decide to leave that company, don't sign that contract. That's that's wrong. Bottom line. Find another broker to go to. You're the one putting in the hours. You're the one putting in the sweat, the blood, the tears, you know, building that relationship with that customer. That customer is yours. The brokerage, yes, they benefit from that customer while you are working with that broker, but they go with you when you leave. You still should retain the right to work with that own customer. Now, that's the nice thing about the mentorship program. It allows you to get in there, start building the business, getting the experience, building that customer base, and you're able to make money just like a freight broker agent. Standard commission for somebody in the mentorship program is pretty standard for the industry. 60% of load net. What is load net? Load net is the difference between what the shipper pays you to move a load and what you agreed to pay the truck. So, for instance, if you're on a 60% contract, in other words, your commission is 60% as a freight broker agent. Again, that's pretty standard in the industry. And I will tell you this, uh, just so you know, some, uh, some companies may offer a little bit more, some a little bit less, but they're all going to be around that 60% level. It's been my experience, companies that offer more, when they come, when you, when you cut through all the uh, fog, yeah, it's still pretty much 60%. You got you to gotta jump through hoops to get to that more part of it. Now, and again, here, here's something for you too. If, if somebody is offering you a 40% contract, More times than not, what that means is you're not contracting to the broker direct. You are actually contracting to a freight broker agent to be a sub-agent for that broker agent. So they're making the 60%. They're paying you 40%. They're getting 20% override off what you do. Okay, get that. There's nothing wrong with that. That's that's perfectly fine. But, you know, just just, uh, so you know going into it. 
But that's what the mentorship program allows you to do. It allows you to finish training. It allows you to start working as a broker agent, uh, gaining the experience, building the business, uh, gaining you know the, the knowledge uh, to, during the mentorship program. Uh, Tautoa consultants are there to help you. You know, you've got questions, problems, situations come up. Uh, you're looking for recommendations, just whatever. You know, that's what that's for. Now, when you exit the mentorship program, and what I mean by exiting, okay, you've decided to take that next step, either to contract directly to a freight brokerage, which at this time you're going to find it pretty easy to do because you've got the experience, you've got the book of business. But when you make that uh, step, or if you decide to start your own freight brokerage company, either or, when you exit the mentorship program, you still retain your consulting for X amount of time. It might be three months, six months, 12 months, whatever package you chose. So it's the whole deal. You know, you're getting in there, you're getting the training, you're getting the opportunity to start uh, without any hassle. Uh, and when you're ready to move on, you still have consulting. So that, that's what that's about. All right, very good. Uh, a lot more we talk about that. But kind of ran out of time here, actually going over. We try to keep these uh, podcasts down to half hour, 45 minutes or so. And uh, we're, we're starting to run over. Now, uh, the newsletter, if you haven't signed up for our newsletter, check us out. You can sign up for the, uh, the FBTV Freight Broker TV newsletter. Go to our website, FBTV, uh, well, FreightBrokerTV.com. And right there on the uh, homepage, or just about any page, well, is it on every page? think it is yeah you can sign up for the newsletter sign up for the newsletter keep up to date about what's going on again uh you know the newsletter if you're signed up to the newsletter yeah you'll get a email or the newsletter will come to your email address and well hey we're getting ready to do a live radio broadcast or give you an idea when that broadcast is going to be and again as we you know hopefully next couple of weeks we'll make a decision on day and time you know ideal ideally we would be doing it on Saturday mornings, like at 10 o'clock Central Time. That, that is my, what's in my head is an ideal time. Uh, people off work and things like that. And, uh, you know, drinking that first cup of coffee in the morning. <laughs> you know, if they're in front of their computer or listening, they, they, they have their uh, internet radio device. Uh, you know, because, yeah, the, the radio station is going to be picked up on uh, the different radio apps as well. So that's going to be available to you. Okay. Uh, subscribe. Subscribe. Yeah, subscribe to our podcast. Go to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Matter of fact, on our YouTube channel, uh, we're trying to get up there to 100 subscribers, and we are knocking at the door. When we get to the 100 subscriber mark, the contest will begin. And we got prizes. We're going to be uh, doling out valued anywhere from 1500 all the way up to around 700 but to be eligible to win, to be eligible to participate in the FBTB YouTube channel podcast or podcast YouTube channel contest, yeah, you got to uh, subscribe. Help us build the base. You know, we, you know, our first uh, first is a hundred. Then we want to get to five hundred. Then a thousand. And and they they say the first hundred is tough. And then it starts getting easier. You know to get subscribers and then as you grow the, the the more subscribers you have the more you get faster isn't that weird i guess it bumps you up in the ratings or whatever all right next time we talk as far as the podcast goes 
it will be after Christmas. So I hope each and every one of you have a very, very Merry Christmas. Unless you've made other plans. And if you did, <laughs> a bah humbug.